This is the MDRT Podcast. Sometimes you might think you know something about a client, but you are wrong. How can you fix the situation? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters... PJ Byrne, Brisbane, Australia. Jonathan Godshaw, Puebla, Mexico. Danielle Genier, Timmins, Ontario. Randy Kaufman, Campbell, Pennsylvania. Discussed what they learned from things they should and should not have said. Well, I was starting, but once I thought my client was pregnant and she wasn't. <laughs> and I said something. So it didn't really work from there on. <laughs> because she got mad and everything that she was answering me back was like, I mean, pretty upset. So it didn't work out. Of course. <laughs> was this a new client? Yeah, a new client, first appointment. I'll say a mistake my young advisor who I'm mentoring did is that we did a joint meeting. He was in his first month. A couple came in. He shook the man's hand, but he didn't shake the lady's hand. And I kind of stood there and went, okay, let the interview go on. And he kept on looking at the husband and not looking at the wife. And I think is that he was intimidated because she was a bigger lady. And I think he was afraid to look at her. He didn't know what to do. So after they left, right, he did some business, thankfully. And after they left, I said, Ryan, I can't believe what you did. And I got so upset at him. He says, what did I do? He had not realized. I said, you never shook her hand. I said, you never even looked at her. And I said, is it because you couldn't look at her? He said, Danielle, I didn't know what to do. I'd never seen anybody that big, right? But I made it come out of him, why? But I said, but Ryan, that's the things that you're going to see every day. It could be somebody has something on their face. It could be the way they dress. It could be anything. So I said, you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to call her and you're going to apologize to her. And you're going to state what you did wrong. That you apologize, that you didn't include her in the meeting and apologize that you didn't shake her hand. And when he called her, she says, oh no, I never noticed. I know she did. But you know what? Today, those are one of Ryan's best clients. Mm -hmm. There again, own up to your mistake. Yeah. And sometimes we don't with clients. We think they don't notice our, right? But if you own up, it just shows you're human. I think you got to own your mistakes when you make them. And clients know that you're human. And so, yeah, if there's administration errors or the wrong numbers going on this report, or you just deal with it as soon as you can. And people understand that uh, yeah, we're human. I think some of the other thing and the mistake is you go into a particular meeting and you assume, whether it be in a business environment, for example, there's two or three people in the particular room and you're directing your conversation, one person primarily and not engaging the others into the old process. And uh, you find out later that those that you should have been more engaging with are the ones that should have been more engaged with. And I've learned that when I go into a meeting, whether it be husband and wife in a personal situation or business, to really try to engage everybody, you never know. I've made that mistake numerous times, and I've learned don't just talk to one, but talk to all who are present and make everyone feel like they are engaged in the overall process. I think touching on that now, we would always try and have a appointment with both the spouses yeah. So that I don't like having a one-person meeting when we're making decisions for two or a family. 
So definitely maybe 10 years ago, if I could just get an appointment, I was wrapped. But now we have to have both in the meeting so that I understand what both need and that we're on the same page when we give our advice. And I think those are some of the mistakes that happen early on in one's career. And you know you learn these things just like I'm taking some ideas away from this right now. What was the situation when you made the assumption that was wrong? What happened there, in this particular case, there was two people, and there happened to be two business partners involved in this business, and they happened to be sister and brother. And what happened, I was directing my conversation to the individual who was engaging more with me and who I assume was more involved in that part of the business. The other partner, the sister, was not engaged as well. Subsequently, though, I found out later that came up in the conversation that the father really almost disowned son and sister was just kind of quiet through this whole process. So conversation stopped at that meeting and she really uh, left me know that we have some underlying issues here we need to get into our next meeting. Uh, So I said, good, let's set up another appointment and uh, give me some information along the way. I guess my point is, I'm I'm reinforcing my point of getting everybody engaged at the time and my assumption was all wrong and there were some underlying issues there that really took time to get straightened out. It was was somewhat embarrassing, I must say. I think businesses, like when you're doing business succession, businesses are complicated. There can be family complexes, so if it's a family business and there's children involved and spouses and nephews and things like that, you don't know what's going on at home or what is or isn't going on. You've sort of got to be eyes wide open and prod gently to sort of find out and involve others in the meeting that get their feedback and and ask for feedback. But family planning in businesses definitely, yeah, they can be very stressful for businesses and especially if they're about to try and change through generations. You've got to be very careful and respectful because I've seen plenty of younger people not as respectful to the founders of the business or where the wealth's coming from. So it's yeah, you've got to be very careful with it. I think one of the mistakes I've made in the past is probably de- not spending enough time with the incoming children of the business and, and I've had more of a relationship with the dad at the time who was running a business and the children I didn't connect as well with, which I think probably should have got to spend more time with them. But when that business changed over, they had another advisor that they'd sort of had a relationship with so I just think it's about for me that's probably I just concentrate on getting a balance across the existing and the future owners of a business and be part of that journey of how they transition as well and show them how they can do it successfully. Going back again Jonathan do you remember what you said to your client what she said and what happened after that? I was doing the first interview and I was getting data like age, income, everything in a conversation. It was going really well, actually. And then I started, I don't remember why or how, but I offered something for the newborn, like a college fund or something for the baby when it was born. And then she said, what baby? And I should have known then, and even so, I <laughs> even so, I insisted. And uh, well, the, the, the one that is my being born, minor compared to what you just had. <laughs> 
And then she said to me, no, 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 I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I tried to, yeah, to, to pull everything together, but it didn't work yeah. well after that. What's the lesson for next time? Don't assume anything. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.